Previously on Life's Bought a Song. I really want to spoil something from the third Harry Potter musical that they do, but I want to oh, keep right. it to myself for to hear Mary's response to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it. I'm gonna hold on to it. I'm gonna do hold it. on That's to okay. it. That's okay. Progeny. Yeah. So, it is always a fun time to 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 uh, figure out like what my response is gonna be. So you know it's, so it's like a maybe, grab bag. Maybe down the line we'll do the second one and then the third one and then you can <laughs> the whole line. That means Love we're slated it. for three more shows or two more shows. That's great. A special guest or two or two you like to sing and dance and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me today are two very special guests finishing out the Star Kid Harry Potter trilogy. They're also the hosts of From the Top. It's Mary Williams and Stephen Rubes, everyone. Woo! And I Hello. fucked up your last name again. Ruben. <laughs> Damn it. I'm so. Uh, what? I fucked what? up Stephen's last name again. I think. Oh, it's okay. It's That's normal. <laughs> it's a running gag it's now it's a running on. gag so <laughs> i'll never tell you now it's yeah. a yeah it's a joke now Just say it differently every time uh, like in, in book of next Mormon. time it's like, gonna next time i'll say next time i'll say reuben sandwich how's that yes oh yes even reuben sandwich yeah that is your drag name from now on by the way Stephen oh, reuben sandwich, sandwich. yeah yes. i actually have a naughty um drag oh. name yeah We'll save that for after hours. We'll save that after hours. <laughs> That's the after hours show. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, yeah. But we're here today to, like I said, finish out the trilogy uh, to talk about a very Potter senior year, which came out in 2013. Yay! Oh, what yeah. a year, 2013. Oh, boy. <laughs> Book by Brian Holden, Matt Lang, and Nick Lang. Music and lyrics by Clark Baxtresser, Pierce Siebers, and AJ Holmes. Directed by Matt Lang and Nick Lang. You know, our friends, our besties. Of course, at point. of course, yes. Uh, and according to IMDb, get ready for one last romp of magical musical shenanigans because Harry and his pals are back for their senior year at Hogwarts. The gang's yeah. in for their biggest adventure yet as they face off against old enemies, new foes, and giant snakes. Will they win or will they lose? Either way, this is the end. So number one off the bat. Okay. This jostled me so hard. Like, I'm having to remember the beginning of this whole journey, and then I am having to remember the end of this whole journey. And watching it mash up together together was difficult for my brain to deal with. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. Sometimes I like to, I do franchises back to back. Sometimes I spread them out as I did with this one. I think, though, I like that I spread it out because, A, it prolonged our episodes and our friendships, and B, totally. this yeah, yeah. this one was three and a half hours long, and, but like one oh. video, oh, whereas oh the God. other ones were yeah. probably the same length, if not longer, because uh-huh. I don't know about you two, but I don't pay for don't premium. premium. So no. I had the commercials, no. which added... Ew. 30 seconds to a minute before so 
So you've added yeah, like yeah, a half an hour's worth of time. Like, yep. Jesus. So it may have been three hour and a half, four hours long that I watched those stupid shows. But we were, ta- we were talking and we were like, I think I'm excited to be done with this, but I really want to know how this ends. But really, though, like, I d- <laughs> so Starkid, we're back to Starkid. They're we're back, back to their old. Yes. They're back to their old shit about making references to Harry Potter. This one was like all over the place, but yes. thank you. <laughs> but like sometimes I was here for it, and sometimes I was like, "This is too much." Like what the. F- Okay, you know what I actually thought was kind of cool? They were no longer making, I've said it before in the previous two, I hated like the inside jokery that like, oh, there was clearly this joke that happened during rehearsal and then that integrated into the show. Mm -hmm. I felt more this time they were making fun of their previous shows that they had done Mm -hmm. and calling back to that. It was like their reunion in a way, their like celebration of what they had created. Mm -hmm. As well as making fun of that. Mm -hmm. As well as embracing things like the fact that we had a different Hermione. Like cute because I was like that girl's not she's mm -mm." no but but, I liked her though. But her going, we're all cool with this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Everyone's saying yes. I was like, okay. (laughs) Um so Mary, I wrote down a couple of times that you must be losing your mind during the songs. (laughs) There was Tonight the School is Mine. Yes. And going back to Hogwarts because they were (laughs) messy. However, comma, I have an answer for this. Oh my God, please give me an answer because I've been struggling. Okay, Okay, wait. No, 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 no. We were watching and we had to like cover our ears at some like (sighs) harmony parts that just weren't it. Mm -mm. So was not that was not it. Nabra. Mm -mm. So from what I saw what i've read online and i don't know how true it is mm-hmm. but go with but it it you can tell it's true this is a staged reading this is yes. right which is said beforehand i just want to preface that for everyone who hasn't seen it yet uh obviously the three of us have they have scripts in hand they have mm-hmm. minimal props there's a voiceover doing stage direction which is hilarious in my opinion hilarious but the cast had two days to rehearse <gasps> I, I had to assume it was like it it looked like they had one good run through and Wait. Darren Chris had zero rehearsal time with them because oh. of his commitments to Glee, Glee. And I was he, like this was like the last season of Glee and he thought it was just going to be a reading <gasps> not a no! Yeah, not one with costumes and props and all that. So but oh, God, kudos no. to him he he <gasps> did the damn thing he did it, it. was oh he d- i mean he done did it but I, I actually that makes me enjoy his performance even more. but like so, doesn't it job. also make sense why he isn't in a lot of the show yeah q yes oh, I, yeah. like the and the moments that he was in it's so weird being married to a tech guy because like of course he was you know like watching this with <laughs> us as we're doing it but like you could tell it either it was like every um feed that came from like camera right all of a sudden you could hear like if you were in the room and you could hear the mic and have room noise and stuff and he's like um clearly that feed was not going to the soundboard anymore no. because they just the other thing that happened is darren chris's microphone went out right before the show 
show started. Yeah, we were like, so, there it is. He's having some yeah, we issues. were just like, something is happening. Which, yeah. which I ask, you know, we, we all work in theater. I'm a tech exactly. person. Mary is somewhat of a tech person, somewhat but she's married a to a tech person. person. You're but in. Like, you switch up the mic pack whenever you can. So I was just like, Curious do they not have an extra? Like, what's I, what's going on here? I, if if he's huh? if, if he's your lead, give it. Take it from an ensemble. Seriously, Take it from one of the give lesser supportings. Like, well, do what you need to do. Uh, that and he had like boatloads of time off stage that you yeah. could have easily done it. But you know, still, that shows his professionalism that he was able to still go out there with decorum and like and still do it. Yeah. There's do, do his thing. There's a whole number with a dance battle in it that he's not in that you could have. Yes. It's actually my favorite number. It is my favorite number. But I'm saying, like, that's like five minutes of time, give or take. Seriously, and taking changing a mic pack takes like what ninety seconds, maybe two minutes. I switch out a mic pack in thirty. Yeah, so so let's go. And that that's you like slowly unbuttoning a shirt. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) taking it out of the condom and then changing it and doing a thing and like I mean like come on guys like what are we doing? Like why to go with what Stephen was saying earlier about the script and everything? This is their sixth. This is Star Kids' sixth production. So wow. Prior to now, then. Um, so they we did the other two Harry Potter ones. Of course, the other two, yeah. Yeah. They did so it's the first one was a very Potter musical, which was your your first episode. Then yes. there was Me and My Dick, which I remember talking about because it's funny. <laughs> That's right. And then the third one was a very Potter sequel. Oh no. Uh the fourth one is Starship, which I haven't seen yet. I and I'm really intrigued. Unfamiliar. Okay. And then the fifth one is Holy Musical Bat at Sign Man. Oh. So, so it's Batman, but Bat uh, Batman. Copyright infringement evasion, the musical. Yes. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we've I've done a musical like that. Yeah, yeah. Robin and then, and the evasion of copyright. And then like the three after this are all parody musicals where the next one is Twisted, the untold story of a royal vizier, where they I basically do like Twisted. Ooh. Yeah, where that one they basically take Aladdin but make it wicked. It's Jafar. So Jafar is yeah, and then there's the Trail to Oregon, which I fucking love that one. <laughs> we die of dysentery. <laughs> they have a whole number about dysentery. Yes, the, of I'm not kidding. They do. Of course they do. And then the the one after that is Annie Annie a parody, which is about Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> so but then oh my god <laughs> shut up but then they do but then they do firebringer which is just an amazing show which everyone has seen the meme i don't really want to do the work today that's today. From that's that's from that show and then oh from god, funny uh after firebringer all their shows are in a universe that they're creating called hatchet field and it's all like horror musicals <gasps> Oh my God, a play on Haddonfield. That's so good. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. Oh, I'm in. So, I'm in, like Flynn. Yeah. So, like, they're obviously learned, they've learned how to structure a script and everything. And, oh, absolutely. And, like, yeah, you, you, you can tell that. I feel like there's some jokes of the time, though, in it, not of inside jokes. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It feels more 
yeah, kind of like you're saying, of that time as opposed to, so it's not timeless, it's not kitschy specific, like those rehearsal jokes we were talking about. It feels right. like popular culture. Things that other people would get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but three hours long, like. I, I, do you think it's just because they had the one probably good run through and so no time to try to make it faster cut the fat mm-hmm. or were, did they just not know how long there's i feel like so, if they've had they had this issue with the first show of it being too long mm-hmm. that you should yes. know of how many pages it takes or how long so many pages take to put up mm-hmm. at this point they should know don't put on a three-hour convention <laughs> musical unless that that's that they had the time they had the time first and then they had to fill it had to fill it so what what you know what do you do yeah which is worse like having to cut or having to fill time right because this is performed at like a con Mm -hmm. or something it's yeah yeah it's very much convention center you know we're at oh yeah (laughs) we're at like not comic con but like a, a riff off of that and Some by this, sort of small con. At this point in 2013, they've had those other five shows. They built the following on YouTube and everything. I mean, this is around the time that YouTube was like big and everyone starting was there. to pop off. Yeah. yeah. We were getting the YouTube celebrities. And so Star Kid was kind of like a trailblazer in that way for us little musical theater people. Uh. Oh, yay. Charlie the Unicorn and Shoes Girl, so. <laughs> but there were some scenes that I was just like, we could we could cut this. We could cut this out. Oh, or, yeah. or like, um, I don't know, as much as I like the Gildery Lockhart moments. Whole side tangent. Yeah. yeah. And like the fact the fact that he claims that he's writing Harry Potter for the muggles. Like, oh come on, gosh. that's kind of it's like so good. Up. Well, oh you God. I think it was it absolutely now looking back and you know, having that that what do you call it? Uh back foresight flashback, flashback foresight, backsight, whatever it is. Hindsight. Forward backsight. Hindsight, thank you. Yeah. We we ended up like almost putting this on to, you know, J.K. Rowling, right? Uh-huh. Where we hate her. She's the villain. We, she's this pompous, smarmy person. And now we're getting to, like, see the duality between that. And I kind of love it. <laughs> um, and, but I have to admit, I loved Lockhart's performance. I thought he did a very yes. good job at everything he was doing. Uh, he embodied it. And even, like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed him in every scene he did, and I found myself wanting him to come back on stage. Even though he could be cut, I was like, actually, you're 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 that breath of fresh air in this weirdness of callbacks and things I, that I don't know what's going on. You're and the like, guy that we love to hate. <laughs> and, like, he created competition for Harry, which, oh, although... absolutely, yeah. Although Harry Potter in this is a little bit of, is more of a dick than he has been in the other two. Yeah, I was gonna say they leveled up the the assholery. Oh, 1,000%. Oh, oh boy. But, but uh, I, I mean, I enjoyed it because anytime Darren Chris was then on stage, the few times he was, you know, I it uh, it played well times. into the 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 just the few times the building that he's been doing in the previous two shows. Now it's like senior year that level of 
overlording of all the people and you know but he kind of gets smacked down at you know by the end of the show and you know or in the mid show that's his main person uh what do you call it when everything goes down the drain it's not the hero's journey but it's yeah. um the uh, the all is lost moment the all is lost moment uh-huh. yeah when he leaves school and and goes and does his own thing cuz he's sick of the oh when he yes and then he comes back and saves the day and everything. But like, Correct. yeah, because of course the, he does, because that's what he does. There were there were moments that I was just like, this is a lot of what he's saying is just a lot about growing up. You know, like you're leaving really, school. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You're, and like at the end, there were moments that like I couldn't like they were all when they were all saying goodbye to Harry and you could tell that they were like really crying not acting crying right. and well like, like they've cute. been on this journey for how many years now right and so yeah you, you it's like you you already do that with like three months with a cast so i can't imagine what six or seven years seriously you know these people oh right and he and like especially for darren uh because he was one of the founding members mm-hmm. of star kid he is on a major television show at the time and they're all just like, and we're graduated and now we're stumbling through life to figure out what we want to do. So. <laughs> uh, it's so cute. It, yeah, it is cute. I, yeah. I I found it heartfelt because I kind of like okay. it when I watch shows where you get to see that breakdown of the human behind the character built. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes it more real and it adds that level. The people going to this that's probably what they wanted they want they, they're the diehards they're the ones that are absolutely involved and feel like they're a part of this so i think it was almost cathartic for them too just to be able to witness that as well as for the cast to be able to experience that mm-hmm. but like also we got our our usuals we got joey richter and joe walker which mm-hmm. reprising their roles we got oh so good uh jamie lynn Beatty and Lauren Lopez, um, Dylan Saunders as Dumbledore. Again, which... Sa- Sandals made their cameo. Sandals uh, made the cameo. My favorite is when he <laughs> was playing the construction worker, and he had like a a, 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 a like a black beard on top of his al- Dumbledore <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, okay, like <laughs> we get it, we get it's it. Beardception. Didn't, so that, didn't that happen in? the sequel probably he had to like layer the beard so again call out you know making fun of the jokes that they've already oh my god so funny in this one we get introduced to a new member of star kid at least for me i I haven't seen the other ones uh jeff blin blim he played aragog where if you're gonna watch future later star kid he like takes off like no kidding he's amazing yeah and then we had ivana lynch in this movie which how long did it take you guys to realize that it was that was luna from the movies first three <laughs> seconds i was like hold the fuck on mate wait luna like legit luna love got wow yeah, I, I wrote down gagged with luna appearance right away uh but she, i mean bless her but not a singer no no, and there's Bless points her. that there's points at the end, but like I it feels like they didn't really rehearse enough of the ending. But like oh. when they do Days of Summer or going back to Hogwarts, yeah, like 
she's not singing half the time. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think lends itself to the whole, like, you know, we understand that this is a staged reading, but like, even for, I was, I gotta say, I was wildly impressed with the fact that for a staged reading, that they were able to have scripts out of hand, quote, as much as they were. I would Mm -hmm. say about 50% of the actors were off their book about 50 to 75% of the time. Yeah. And that was, you know, Good job, because that was great. Unless some of them ha- maybe had them, their scripts longer for right. some reason, as opposed to they just had one day to put it together. But even, like, with the musical numbers, like, they, you know, th- I, I mean, several times, like, they were able to kind of, uh, you know, sing the number without having to reference the script. And so I'm like, did we just learn the music and then went with the script because we don't need to learn that? But, like, then there were some people who were referencing the script pretty often to like get they just got a tune and they're like, all right, let's go with it. I mean, I even saw Joe Walker though being looking like, is this right? Well, is this the right like, thing? The ground because he doesn't know what the words are, so he's like, I'm just gonna <laughs> sing down and hopefully no one knows what I'm saying. I liked the there's a moment. Oh, uh, God. It's so good in the in the Chamber of Secrets. Yes, we we're in the second book. Uh, <laughs> they pull from the second book. So jostled, but yeah, where Ugh. he where it's supposed to be like it's been established that the people who touch the book can only see Voldemort, mm-hmm. and there's a moment where the book is supposed to be flying, and somebody's and oh. Darren is like the flying book, and Joe just went, "Oh shit!" Like it felt like <laughs> those That's moments great. that you're like, "That yeah. I don't." I hope oh, I don't think that was scripted. I honestly, you. but but you. the thing is that almost makes it feel better. Like that seems like something that would have been done in the first, which uh, yeah, show and like Starkid at this point, from the th- other two that we've watched, have established that like they include some improv and like yeah. oh actors absolutely. actors make a choice that they that make their their scene partners break on stage all the time so (laughs) yeah i overall this show just made me smile but it also made me angry i was a little confused (laughs) and i i I, because like we're going we're hopping from chamber of secrets but then we have gilderoy lockhart which i think is the third book second book as well was it the second book okay yeah and then but then we're having to deal with deathly hallows and then even Mm -hmm. into the last and final book and i go Okay, we've hopped books before in in previous, you know, Star Kid Harry Potter's, but this one for some reason got my goat. It I it was so I like we said we had to watch it a second time just to be like, what is this? <laughs> and how how did this how did they string this together? And does this actually make sense? And so to be honest with you, even though we have seen it twice. I still like if you if you give me about an hour and then you ask me I have one question for you John what is the plot is there a plot I think I think it's uh (laughs) wait 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 I got one I got one it's to stroke Harry's ego because he is so big in the school that now he's like I'm about to graduate what the fuck does that mean for my life you mean you mean the boy who's not on stage 75% of the show (laughs) yep Mm-hmm. And then, but... okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah, I, I overall like a charming show, and I oh the problem sure. the problem is I found myself more and more liking it when I wanted to hate it. So I think that means it was good. 
That usually means that. I'm so happy that you guys agreed to do these three, and I'm kind of happy we prolonged the time between them because I feel like if we were to sit down and do all three back to back, we all would have been like, my brain hurts. I'm by chugging. now, I would have been like, John, we're done. <laughs> John, I love you, but I can't anymore. You're I like not an ex-boyfriend. Done... I just I have, to, not... I have to leave. I would not have done the Diana episode. Oh, oh and you know, that was, I, mm, do you want to know that I, I think I owe you about $5 in residuals. I have used the word diana more often since we did that show in um, than my entire life, John. I owe you $5. I start a lot of things I realize Jesus dude (laughs) just freaking crazy anyway that's our show not your show anyway sorry that was what we would call a side Side plot plot. (laughs) I'm not playing the sound effect I'm not doing it that's our show not his I don't have the royalties to it I'm just gushing because I like you and I liked her anyway moving on just move on but like I'm also I'm also was just like you know what we're done with Star Kid. Like the the three of us for right now, I feel like the it's next good. we haven't <laughs> planned I future mind, episodes. I wouldn't mind later, like maybe doing Twisted because I actually enjoy. Right, but if you were one. to come back yeah. on, we'll do something a little something, yeah. something else. We'll do a Disney yeah. movie or something. Who knows? Great. But I but to finish off on this. Sorry. Yes. Come back. I I mean. I feel like this was just them. I mean, if it may have also been that they were making like a concert, but like they sure. threw yeah. a plot together. I know I said that the cast rehearsed for two days, but like God only knows how much time they actually had with the scripts. So yeah, like, and like, was everyone available in that time? And what, you know. Right. Because, you know, obviously Darren was busy being on Glee. So they had to have somebody else play his part step in and do it yeah yeah but i mean it was great to see like to go to always dance lucius it's my favorite number he was was the highlight of the show for me yeah yes so good i also it was really cool because we made this connection which was fun because they were starting to make their own canon because they made voldemort gay with professor quirrell Yes, and then in then with Dumbledore visiting Voldemort in the orphanage, then you know like oh sparkles come out of my hands, and um this whole moment, yeah. and then they they they're like oh you're like me and I'm gay I'm gay, and so they then made their own canon with their flashback to set up uh the first uh show that they did and i went oh this is funny oh okay so now we're just making jokes of our own Mm -hmm. so it it it, to me that was brilliance in that moment plus then it followed up with a dance battle of course like of course course. it did everything about the those 10 minutes was like oh chef's kiss (laughs) pure perfection were they could have switched out darren chris's microphone just saying yes yes they could have absolutely (laughs) But like also in this one, we were getting uh, not only are they writing like the writing has improved, but also Mm -hmm. like the cinematography has improved. Like they are Mm -hmm. they are doing things. uh, They are cutting on like lines and everything. Many cuts. Granted, there were a couple times we looked at each other and went. I'm getting like a seizure. My like, why hurts. are they cutting so much? Yeah. I think it was someone. They're still learning. We're still learning. I, know, a new, I was going to say it's like intro to college video 
someone was designed. at a switcher and they were like, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the the artistic director went, hi, you have control of this. Whenever you want to go ahead and just switch it and give me a different camera angle. And someone went, need buttons. And then just like pushed stuff. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is artistically a choice. And I get it because like, you're trying to create mania, but oh my God, kids slow down. Cause I can't follow what's yeah. happening. But, but also again, when we like, get to, I, I agree. It was like a step up from what has been. Oh, totally. And when we get to uh, when I was, and there's the split screen happening, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> we're learning. We got it. We're we get learning. It. <laughs> it felt like an Ocean's 13 movie where it was just like, you have the split screen and you'd see like, two things. <laughs> we're not but, doing a heist, but it was kind of funny. But and at the same time, I was just like, you know what? They're learning the language of YouTube because yes, because absolutely. at first, I mean, with that first one, if you were to go back, you're like, okay, you just set up like three cameras on tripods and just went to town. Now mm-hmm. they're having tracking shots and they're doing editing, yeah. they're doing split screens, so they're trying to make uh, it more accessible for us, a home viewer. But I was just like, I was having some moments while watching it being like, what would it be like watching this in person? You know? Oh my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine. I mean, I guess I can kind of imagine, but like what I, my question would be if you did not, you know, know the previous, like if you hadn't watched any of the other, you know, Starkid material and you just walked into a con and you saw this happening, like what what does what does that make people think like i i don't know i would because normally you'll ask things like would you show this to like a a person who likes harry potter or somebody honestly i would literally just i would i would see this at a con and be like oh my god we should go in and see that just to watch people's reactions especially anytime draco is on stage oh like lauren uh, lopez my love love. why how who when who has this ability <laughs> to just walk on and steal a show? Like said nothing, applause. And I'm Listen. like, Bernadette Peters gets this. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> Lauren Lopez, if you were listening, the three of us love you. We've loved you since so the first much. Time. I love you in the other ones too that I have seen, which we'll talk more about that when we if we ever uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get to them. But in like when? 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 Not not necessarily the three of us, but when I get to it on this podcast, because yeah, fair yeah. enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there there's so many scene stealers in this because, like, Surely. even even when um, what's his name? Hold on. In the meantime, I'm going to ask you this question. It it's the same Ron, right? Yes. Glow he just has up. different hair. He got hot. He got hot. Well, Ron got hot. It, <laughs> It's also what, like four years, three years after the first yeah. one. Ron got hot, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> oh my god, I can't find his name. Anyway, the when when Snape showed up, I was like, oh my god, I'm now really happy. Aww. Yeah, because I love that actor, and I can't <laughs> fucking find. There's so, oh my god, the, the tracking on this is so hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find his name. I'm so sorry, everyone, to waste time. And I'm going to edit all this out. That's okay. That's okay. But yeah, when when Snape showed up, um, I did write down. So I'm talking about the song "Every Everything Ends." I wrote down uh, when this happens in the movies, I cry every time. Oh, well, because you know this this is in 
the fourth movie and in the eighth one i want to say that so in book four and book seven as well when harry has visions of his parents and everyone who's Mm -hmm. died Mm -hmm. that we've met oh yeah i'm like this is one where everyone's all the dead people surround him and yeah yeah yeah. okay i was like oh Uh, well this is and like and them talking about it to me it felt like it was this was like a very deep and profound song about Mm -hmm. how you can't like even though you're king of the hill right now it doesn't matter in the long run because like you grow up you know even there really was good writing of songs in this like props to that yeah Uh, do you know if darren chris continued to write for this one he did not he it was it was only uh oh wait i lied to you he did contribute according to wikipedia but and he, Joe he, Moses is uh, Snape is who you're looking for. Joe Moses. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. F- oh, oh, he also played Nearly Headless Nick. I see it on mm-hmm. that line now. Yeah, yeah, Great. Yeah. Um, so Darren Chris, but there was three other people where AJ Holmes is the only other one that worked with him. At- Darren Chris and AJ Holmes wrote the music for the first one. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they added Pierce Siebers and Clark Backtracker. I'm Backstrasser. I'm fucking up his last name. Back um, Backtracker, though, is hilarious if somebody's writing music. That's very funny. Backstrasser. Backstrasser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which is, which is interesting because when they recorded the, the cast album for this, uh, mm-hmm. Darren Chris could not do it because the Glee people were like, no. So. Oh. oh. Clark Backstresser, Backstresser, I'm I'm <laughs> that person. Clark <laughs> that recorded, guy, Clark. played Harry Potter. Oh, so. funny! Which I'm not seeing him in the cast. The cast is huge too. Oh my god! So many people. So many people. It also turns out that um, uh. Goyle, right? Is that the one? That Not the tall there. one, the other one. The one that, that wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, she just couldn't do it for whatever re- like whatever yeah. reason. That's so why they, they killed her off. they replaced her with the, the f- chocolate frog trolley. Candy with the trolley lady. Yeah. <laughs> who is apparently like <laughs> a company manager or something of StarKid. No like, way. <laughs> I just... I love this story. Crab... Can or candy card lady like well and and nick lang is reprising his role as the as the puppets uh sorty and yeah. scarfy as well as yep. arthur weasley so it's like you know oh they really God. do make it very much like in the family oh and absolutely I'm, I'm pretty sure that like at least some of the leads had a hand in like devising this oh for sure like Jamie Jamie Lynn Beatty probably was just like, "Hey, let's do the second one. Give me a little bit more to do." <laughs> if yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, you you have to think at this point because they know how popular it is. Like, I'd want stage time. Yeah, mm-hmm. too. I mean, not that I'm saying like, oh yeah, they're all in it just for that because I think it has its own sort of life. But I think you know, I mean, if I'm going to school for this, I'd want a little 
representation too. Well, and, and I if- think it it also <laughs> gives like the I guess the want for stage time is not in a selfish way, but it's like you understand the power of what this thing is and tapping into how popular it is like you want to just be a part of it so it's like if you want the stage time because you're like oh i see other people having fun with this and i want to do it too and you know clearly somebody just didn't know how to say no because there are a ton of cast members like as a stage manager it gives me such anxiety i'm like there are way too many of you fuckers like what is what is happening i can barely manage the two people that i'm doing in the show right now i can't imagine on the which is so funny because i wanted to go to school for that and actually like be a stage manager for like like big productions and stuff but i'm like i don't know that number of people i'm like "Mm -mm." i just "Mm." i don't know i've been part of sort of live reading and sort of script readings like this where you have to you're expected to act out a little bit more and you have only had minimal amounts of time so that's why i'm like i'm looking at them going yielded music and some dance numbers and and blocked it all like it boggles my mind how they were able to put it all together you know and as much as it the script jostled me and threw me around and some of it just felt where am i right now I was worse than Dorothy in Oz. Where am I? Uh, definitely not in Kansas anymore, but uh, I was in a happy place. So that's something. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> I, I mean, I felt like this is the stronger of the three, but that's just because they we, we're watching them grow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> just like in terms of like, you know, script writing and performing because like i mean they were great performers from the get as well but like of course they're they've learned more now i feel like was it the second one where they where we were like oh they must have taken stage combat because there was a lot of that in all of a sudden there was so much yeah i have it in like of the three the second one still sticks in my mind because there was such a jump between uh in progress between the first one that we watched and Mm -hmm. then the next one being able to look at that and just appreciate this group of people for you know what what it is and seeing the journey that they made and then to move that from this to the to this third one kind of feeling like we took a step back a little bit because it's a staged reading but then two steps forward with all of the production value that we had right and i mean like for god's sakes we have like full-on dance numbers with taps like i I mean he didn't use the taps god love him but he tried but i mean you're on a stage you're on a conference like you know i mean it's not (laughs) meant for taps at all but i mean like i don't know we you've got so many more production elements for us i'm i'm still latched on to the staged reading part of it because like with script i kind of forgot that they had scripts and hands yeah. for a minute it's kind of like, like really? when you're watching avenue q you don't see the person Pu- holding the you puppet just the you puppets. just see the puppet yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. freaking just wild anyway i'm off my soapbox now oh you could stay on that soapbox okay <laughs> it was um can we talk uh just a second about uh we're still in this era 2013 but i'm st- it still rubs me the wrong way with cho chang being a being a southern white girl like they still haven't fixed this yet they made they made some reference i can't remember what now ben three hours and i blocked this out i watched Still, it yesterday but, but, again, like, <laughs> yeah. but again the first time she stood up and said i went oh yeah that's a thing 
<laughs> and it, so, but like, again, kind of a call out again. So I, it's like, oh, that unexpected Easter egg that you're looking for as, mm-hmm. as a person, you know, who enjoys these and you go, oh, okay. But so would I have been disappointed had that not been there? Maybe. <laughs> well, Maybe. so, and again, if you were to walk into this con and just blindly see this, you'd be like, I'm sorry, what's happening? Yeah, uh, what the fuck is going without on? any prior knowledge to it I, I mean there is also some other things like some quote funny lines end quote yeah. that i was just like oh oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like you and I uh, made that face at each other well, very often I, during the show so, so many times we just no talking dead stare look back at the screen <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty perfect. This yeah. is why I just I just need him here so we can like <laughs> do this yeah. together because it's way more fun to watch it in person with a human than it is to do it by yourself. Yeah. I was gonna say I enjoyed um, Aragog's number. Get in my no, not yes. Arag- the snake. Get, well, who who's saying get in my mouth? That's Aragog. That's Aragog. Yes. Yes. Like, Sorry, it I'm still like... makes. I'm still a teenage boy. It still makes me laugh. And <laughs> and again, if we the were to commitment... if. The commitment to that character that I that actor did, fantastic. Loved it. And again, if we do more if the three of us do more Star Kid together, keep note of that guy. Okay. Of Erica. It, can I just uh, like selfishly ask that we do more Star Kid? Because any reason to see you, John, is a good one. And also I mean, yeah. I meant no I meant no shade by saying it's better to watch it with someone else than it is to watch it by yourself. Cause I heard you go, Oh, that's not that wasn't about you. This girl, if I don't have oh, no, somebody you... to be like because I, I silently turned to nothing, and then I turned oh, back and watched it. So I understand yeah. the need to be like... Right, to have it to be like, yes? excuse me? Yes? Okay, <laughs> that, good, okay. Like, I didn't want... Oh, I didn't no, want no, a no. RuPaul shade rattle to like... I didn't want that. There wasn't accidental mushrooms in my tea, was there? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I did give you the special tea. Oh, okay. <laughs> special anyway. Just just there be were, like there were moments in the show I kind of needed mushrooms to get through it. So <laughs> I mean, I, I was happy that we also were doing the low budget puppetry, like this mm-hmm. that snake. Uh oh man. But it was a harken back to the the Triwizard tournament situation with the cartoon uh just dragon, like the bad drawing dragons. Yes. Uh huh. And then we had Scarfy and Sorty back, which I was so happy about. Yep. And the, the <laughs> Scarf sexual preference. Scarfy, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I I like to use his full title. Sorry, he likes yes, that. that's that's his full name. <laughs> well, it was like the Dumbledore says it right away. Uh, oh, you're not done being sorted yet. <laughs> like, oh, you could go many ways. <laughs> <laughs> I love the animated bit of this. Yeah. It was great. But like I, I did like though at the end that it was just like not just Harry Potter saved the day. It was like a group effort. Of course. Yeah. Because like that's the thing about like they also made fun of the books, I feel like. Mm-hmm. In this. It's almost like they, they found the shortcomings of all of the writing and in the books and then amped it up and then did something that felt more meaningful. Mm-hmm. As yeah, as like, as... Just, you know, have had the one boy having a hero complex. Exactly. I mean, we all know Harry has a, a hero complex, but, you know, do we need to address it? No, let's make this a group effort because it's not just, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not just, you know, Harry Potter saves the day. It's like Harry Potter saved the day because of his two friends and because of the professors who helped him and because of like all of these things. So it's nice that they're kind of 
putting uh, putting it to words the thing that we all kind of assume has happened but they make it a reality and they're like no it really it's not just you my dude it's it's funny because i don't always get that tone watching the films like i don't ever maybe that's just a testament to daniel radcliffe because i never get like sort of a hero complex you just sort of always feel like harry was just thrust into this position and he has to do the best of what he can Mm -hmm. in the canon of these shows we play up the fact that harry potter is an asshole riding in on on rose petals and a guitar yeah 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 (laughs) So, and I, like, I loved, I loved the call out of how really awkward that. it must be to have to bone your best friend's sister. Oh yes, God. I also, I mean, I, I was also just like, I don't know, I, I'm happy oh, no. that they made it the stage reading because then they had these ridiculous stage directions just be, oh. Yeah. oh. Described. The voiceover was wonderful. Yeah. I I don't know if you watch Love Island, but half of my <laughs> joy from that show comes from the narrator commentary. Oh, oh I, I mean, I I don't watch it, but like this one, I was just like, okay, well, obviously, I mean, it felt like they were not only like embracing their their strengths of writing and all this growth that they did, but they're also embracing the fact that it's a staged reading. So mm-hmm. they're like. What if we just made it super ridiculous? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's it's gonna be something that's yeah. not perfect to begin with because it is a staged reading. So you lean into it and make fun of yourselves that way. And that's the way to do it. There's no other way as a performer and good it showed good writing. And mm-hmm. so I, I enjoyed every moment of that. Except it's three and a half hours long. Except the fact it was three and a half hours long. Act one <laughs> is two hours. I, 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 the fact that like on, you know, I, cause I made this comment when we, when we did a very Potter sequel that I was like, why do we have all of these in little micro videos? Why the fuck couldn't we just put it together? Someone like, did. Me, by someone the way, did. by the way, but someone did. Here's Finally, how delusional. I did a search and someone did. I'll try oh. to find the link and send it to you. I mean, yeah. this one is also felt like some, they put the micro videos together because it did fade to black a lot. It did. But like, here's how delusional my brain is. When I first went to go watch this, I found that link where it's all together and I went three hours. Screw that. Like, there's no way it's that long. And then I took it in mini chunks and went, oh, that wasn't so bad. It's still three hours, Mary. It is still three hours. <laughs> but it's the difference between doing it in one chunk and then doing it in several times. Yeah. This just, is girl math. 17 intermissions. It's yeah, it, this girl is girl math. math. Girl <laughs> math like girl dinner. It's a thing. So, um, yeah, your, your friend is blissfully just dumb sometimes i'm beautifully well, dumb sometimes i mean i also had that thought too where i was just like i mean it's one it's one thing for three and a half hours and like i said the other the others are probably as long but mm-hmm. st- are longer for me a viewer because again i have all the ads so like yep. Yep. yeah it adds up um adds up it adds <laughs> up uh, <laughs> I'll show myself out <laughs> um I don't is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into strap and flat I don't think so I mean I think that was a we kind of talked about uh, this right like they kind of did the show they kind of did, did the show they did the show yeah. I like the 
I think overall for Starkid, this probably felt like its own sort of graduation mm-hmm. in a way. Like, I feel like they were like senior year. They were like, this was the this was the mm. pinnacle starting moment. And then this is like the next evolution. Mm-hmm. We're going to step out of this and move forward. Much like anyone, like kind of like at the end of the show, they were like, it's not coming back. Blah, 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 and it was just moving on. And I think that was also sort of a sub plotty moral in mm-hmm. a way. And sort of a graduation for them as Starkid Productions. So, um, Well, and I think... F- I was going to ask, which one do you think is like the definitive one? Like if you were to, if let's say you own a theater company, right? And you were going yes. to put on one of the three Harry Potter star kid shows, mm-hmm. which one would you do based off of what we know from these videos? I would probably still do a very Potter sequel. I would still do that. I would, I wouldn't, I would do a very Potter musical. Just the first one. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I think I think there's a lot to be said about this one because are we all different? We're all different. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, each of us has to have a theater and then each of us can do the show. There we go. See, so this that's way, what we do. So this way then it would be like you go to Mary, you, uh, you go to Steven's one night, Mary's <laughs> another night and mine the third night so you can yes. understand the story. But we'll have different casts. The- Yes. There we go. Oh, yes. And no one no one will mention the fact that the casts are different. We all just think that it's like, you know, that it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. No one will mention it. That'll I mean, lovely. we could do that that line that they have at the beginning of this one for Hermione to be like, we're all we're different because okay. we're growing up. <laughs> we're okay with this, right? Oh, there's yes. One thing, there's one thing that kind of irked me. I mean, it's so dumb. Ooh, tell me. But- so like for, so one of the one of the running jokes throughout all three of these is like whenever somebody curses they all plug their ears and like oh, yeah. Ah. yeah 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 which is I mean that's a fun joke and everything it happened fun. like once or twice in this one but after like a slew of fucks happened yeah right like <laughs> yeah they start, I, I noticed I noticed it when um. When Darren Dizzy's when Ginny's reading the quote diary, it's a journal. It's a journal. And he, and he kept, <laughs> kept saying diary. It's like fuck. And so that was the first time I noticed that we were dropping not covering ears. Ginny wasn't at least. And I went, oh, that's not canon for you mm-hmm. in this moment. So, but they were still censoring <laughs> it, which I think, which I thought was right. <laughs> yeah, it's like either commit to the bit or don't commit to the bit. But like, don't go halfway in between committing to yeah. the bits. I mean, clearly, this is the one that they're like, this is for the fans. We're fan servicing you. Yeah. So we're yeah, going to do all this. The... And that's my thing, I think, with this third one, which was just, it was, to me, it was fan service. All of this was fan service and like filling in the things that weren't done, like Lockhart, like the Chamber of Secrets, like, you know, it, it was, it took all the bits that they weren't able to cover in the first two mm-hmm. and fill, fill in the rest of it. I loved, <laughs> shout out to McGonagall. That was fun. Oh, he was the only one that knew one of the songs and I was like, get it, McGonagall. <laughs> get, going get back to Hogwarts. It. it was going back to Hogwarts where nobody knew yep. it. And I was like, Darren, you and fucking he... wrote this song. Yeah, right? Right? Maybe that's how, what he, why he's how credited because he wrote it? some, he wrote that one, Harry freaking Potter and is oh Days of Summer God. in another one? I feel like it was. Uh, I Oh, you would ask me that, and then I wouldn't know the answer. Days of Summer was in the second one. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And was it in the first one? No, but going back to Hogwarts was in the first was in the first one. So it was like their mm-hmm. it was their opening, opening. So he did write those songs technically. <laughs> but I mean there was a, a moment technical but, sense. But I was sitting there watching it. I was like, how do you not know the words to the song that you wrote? I know it's been a few years since you sang it, but like, come on, my guy. But but do you know it's actually funny, like if I have to choreograph something and I have to choreograph myself, I can never remember my own choreography. You're right. I understand. <laughs> I can never remember my own stuff, but I'll, if someone teaches it to me, I can remember. So uh, maybe that's universal with an artist. I don't know. Uh, maybe I finally feel seen, John. So good job, Darren. <laughs> Darren. Get it, Darren, Jesus. Chris. Get it, Darren, Chris. <laughs> Let's get into Strap and Flat, shall we? Let's do it. Strap Flat. So in this section, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about it. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. What do y'all want to start with? I'm open. Do you want to start with sharps? Do you want to start with flats? Let's start sharp. Let's do sharps. Sharps is great. I have more sharps than flats for this one. Neat. Okay. Perfect. Okay. You want me to go first? Who wants to go first? Do it. Why okay. don't you go? go so it. first, I want to sharp Ivana Lynch for stepping in and doing this because it seemed like she was having fun. And like maybe it was also like a goodbye to her character oh, as well. Yeah. Um, I want to sharp justifying the cast change for Hermione because it was so <laughs> It was so funny. Yeah. Well, and I said something about like, I believe we said it before that the other Hermione was so type A. Do we know why she wasn't able to return? <laughs> I didn't see anything about that. Yeah, I could. I did, or I didn't, yeah. I didn't I, dig while that While we deep. were watching, that was something that I looked up and Googled quick and I couldn't find anything either. So I just wondered if you had known. I feel like it was just conflicts. Like, uh, yeah. Sure. It could it's just so, be if, as if, simple if as. If this was so spur of the moment, then yeah. Or like they were doing a show somewhere else or they were busy yeah. doing something else. Um, I also want to sharp the narrator reading the stage directions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sharp to Gildery Lockhart writing why all the YA novels. <laughs> like, come on. That's, it was so funny because, like, then they made fun of the Hunger Games. Twilight. Twilight. Oh, and, God. Was, so and then they reverse engineered it so that he's bringing the magical world, the wizarding world to muggles. To like, muggles. muggles. Yeah. Shut Amazing. up, God. It, it's all capitalism. I love it. Yeah, um, no, I, I, that's absolutely one of my sharps. Loved it. I, I want a sharp moaning Myrtle. Like he did a good job. <gasps> oh, oh, <laughs> oh man, you took that sharp. I loved moaning Myrtle with her tennis ball titty. You can love her. You can sharp her too. Like she was uh, so funny. So oh my god! And, like if there, the she, I think she was my favorite. Like minor character that had like the ten seconds on stage, but then made the fucking best of it. So. Like being being dragged off stage because she's dead, but like <laughs> losing the wig and everything else. Like that's not. Planned. Oh my uh, god! Hilarious. Sharp to the line. I guess I'm your heavenly father. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because it made me realize. Oh, you're. Oh, you're right. Harry Potter is a Christ figure yes. <laughs> in the seventh book. <laughs> literal resurrection. <laughs> literal really, res- we come, yeah, come back from the dead. Yeah. Literally yeah. back from the dead. 
Yeah. Oh um, my god. So I also funny. want a sharp. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I want to sharp the throwaway line that Scarfy has about uh, shoving the sword of Gryffindor into Sorty. Oh what? <laughs> my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, that you sneaky little okay, bitch. Get it. No, get it, bitch. That was on par with Dumbledore. I was very sexually confused in that moment because I'm like, Dumbledore, I thought you were gay, but he was flirting hard with that nun, being like, Dumbledore stands for the big D or something. You know what the D stands for? It stands for my doctorate. Doctorate. (laughs) What? Um, I also want to sharp Nico Agar. Agar? Agar? He voiced the snake. And so whoever told him. Or whatever thought he had to make that voice sharp to you. Um, Sharps what, to yeah, you. It was, it was on par with uh, Joe Walker taking like Cartman umbrage. Oh my God. <laughs> really though? Almost. My boyfriend. Oh my, um, <laughs> my boyfriend. And then I also want to sharp our, our usuals, Joe Walker, Jamie Lynn Beatty, and Lauren yeah. Lopez. Like oh, sharps Of course, of course, of yeah. course. Mary, what were your sharps? Oh God! See, I knew you were gonna do that, and like I, I you uh, know this is coming. I know, know I do, but I thought. I mean, I Fine, do you want, first, so I'll, I'll do okay. Steve. I will no, no, go no, to no. Steve. No, no, no. Okay. Oh no, no, no. Okay. I'm no, no. no. I, I'm gonna whip this out for you. So, um, my first. I mean, my first sharp. Um, has to go to the fact that we had a, like legit Luna Lovegood just in the beginning of this whole thing. Yes, like yes. we we have a hook in again fan service, right? We're gonna hook people in with like somebody that they recognize, and I feel like that was really sneaky because it's like if no one really knows what this is, they're like, it's Luna, and then they then you get hooked in and you have to stay for the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm like, you dirt bastards, you did that on purpose. Um, so I mean, of course, shout out to shout out to our you know real Luna Lovegood, and then. Um, I think my oh gosh my my second sharp my second sharp has to just go to Joe Walker just as a person because like watching him so like good. knowing that he is like you know we've seen him as Voldemort like fully fledged in these first two you know uh, shows but now to see him like for a second I had like a legitimate blackout that I was like I looked at Stephen and went why is Dumbledore going to a, a nunnery to go look for the and he's like well that's what happens he goes for Tom Riddle and, and t- told me it and i went wait a minute there's no way that happened and because i haven't read the books or like watched the films in a long time so i was like are we just taking our just license but like Mm-mm. to watch joe walker to to be this fully fledged voldemort and then to like backtrack into what tom riddle was like in the like infancy of his character was super cool and to watch that kind of story arc was nice to see the back end of it i guess if that makes any sense the transformation um, so, on stage was li- yeah, oh my god it's literal icon. It's iconography. It's so good. Um, and oh my gosh. Um, let's do. Uh, I mean, my other sharps just to Dumbledore in general because, like, that. Yeah. I mean, he just. I he, love his vocals came out in this show. Oh my god! And his like his consistency across all of the shows, I think, is what I appreciate the most. Like, and especially since we've. Um, actually, no, I'm going to say that. So the last sharp that I have is for the fact for the, the cast in general, but the fact that we've, I mentioned it before, but we were doing a staged reading, right? I think that, um, the sharps have to go here because 
we they let go a little bit with the fact that it was a staged reading. So they already know that we've got this kind of crutch of script in hand. But I feel like that was almost a license for them to let loose more so than in the other versions where we had it fully off book. Yeah. Like, I think that there's something to be said about mm. the freedom that comes with being able to know that this is happening and yet still perform it as if you didn't have it. So, like, I mean, cold, like stage readings for me are terrifying. Like, I hate them. I cannot do them. I'm a terrible person. It's fine because, like, I'll memorize it and then I'll just take the script and like, leave it behind. Someone's like, pick up your script because then I forget where I am in the show. But, like, you couldn't really, at least for my mind, you couldn't really tell if there were flubs, obviously, because we have script in hand. But, like, it just, I don't know. It It really felt like... I mean, these guys have always felt like a family, but this one just had a different vibe. Like it just, you could, you could tell that everybody was like, I think they trusted each other. Yeah. And I think yeah. they have to in this situation. Yes. Because yeah. the, like I said, this is their sixth production. Who knows yeah. how many people have been in all six of them. Yeah. If right. anyone has, but like, they're also older as actors. Like they, mm-hmm. I, I believe like they've already graduated their own college. Because I think Darren Chris graduated and then went to Glee. And so like and Glee true. was like 20, uh, 2010, 20, no. 20-something. 20 20-something. 20 20-something. 20 yeah, well, actually, I think like it was... 2008 or something. No, no. You, I, I remember it was literally after a very Potter sequel, like, he did that and then went to Glee. That's because how he got blamed. That's, that's how he, how he got I think so. Oh, I see. I think so. And then he wrote the music for Starship, I'm seeing, but he may have written that before. Oh, apparently Starship is inspired by Starship Troopers and the Little Mermaid. Uh <laughs> that was a crossover I never knew I needed. I could thought of that crossover. Let's go. Okay. They were in, they were probably still in college. Listen, somebody was stoned at a party once yeah. and they were oh, like yeah. Let's that do happened. this. They had their jungle juice and <laughs> yeah, in a in in a Tupperware like a giant like sterilite box or whatever you put with it, their like, in red a... solo cups. Oh, yeah. red solo cup. Anyway, oh god, get me out of there. Whew. Uh, Stephen, what are your unless Mary, are you done with your sharps? That was it. That was really it. I mean, y'all took a lot of them, but I I'm sharpening all of the callbacks that connected all of the particular canvas. My other one is, mm-hmm. is what is one that's brilliant, two that's knowing your own material. Three, it's actually hard to then put that in well. Mm-hmm. So, and I think they did a very good job of all of that throughout this entire thing. Uh sharping Aragog, I again say I love the commitment. Shout out to Gilderoy. Sharping Gilderoy Lockhart that I found myself wanting more of him on stage always. Uh, Sharping always dance because I thought it was just the cutest number and then into the dance battle. (laughs) Uh, It literally made that I, it took me that long maybe to get into the show. And from that moment on, I was like, you know what? Uh, What did we say? We had to go into this with the mindset. This is kind of like, scary movie mm-hmm. where you're just taking the bits yes that the best parts of all the things and you're throwing it in one strategic pile semi-cohesive thing yeah. yeah and i'm like you know what if i go into it with this mentality 
suddenly I get it. And it, I, it, so that's my sharp is the ability of the writers to do all of this so well. And I think that's, that's, those are my sharps. Okay. So flats. Um, I think I'm going to make a blanket one for all three of us. The fact that it's over three hours long. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Flat. Um, I also want to flat the blackouts because that may have been a product of them uploading all the little videos and then somebody Mm -hmm. finally making it one thing. But like, I don't know. I don't think it really, I think it added some time, Mm -hmm. not enough time, obviously, but still like maybe like an add on. Yeah. Um, I also want to flat the rush nature of the rehearsal process because like, sure. You understand that it's um, like schedules are happening, are conflicting. And yeah, if you can tell that there are some sloppy, sloppy moments that you, Mary, (laughs) would have had a heart attack during. Oh my God. Literally was like, she's probably having such (laughs) anxiety right now. And I feel so bad. (laughs) Sir, I just... Mm, they, I love that we've only known each other for like a microsecond of time and yet you know <laughs> this about me. It's literally the most perfect thing because you're right. There, I spent more time not cringing, but like I probably spent equal time laughing so hard I could not feel like my guts <laughs> and then cringing so hard that I'm pretty sure I developed new lines in my face. And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so not to steal your flats, but absolutely, you're you would be 100. I, I right. was right, yeah. And then my last flat, which I think you may also have, Mary, are the rapey jokes. I was like, did we need these? Yeah, I I think they're also a product of the time too. Well, there was yeah. one about like when Hermione comes back at the end from being petrified, and she's like, Filch is now being arrested for what he did to me while I was unconscious. And we're all, I was oh like, Oh my God. Yes. And uh, even they were like, I'm sorry. What? But I was like, did we need this? I don't think we need like that. That moment is still funny. We didn't need that. Yeah. That. And then I feel like there were no. other ones throughout, but yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I'm always of the mindset that like, you don't need to just because the opportunity is there you don't need to fill it with something like that because like unfortunately that's probably what people would have thought anyway if you had not filled in that sentence but like yeah no i i am totally with you in that flat campus i mm -mm, couldn't go without those it felt like the the poop humor in the second one thank you i was like oh man Steven, I'm sorry I didn't get a good read on you and this this time around, but I got Mary down with this. <laughs> okay. yeah, John has to be dead to rights. It's fine. The, the anxiety well, I mean, and the, the 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 joking that isn't aren't jokes. Uh, not for me. Okay, continuing the pattern, Mary. You know this is coming. What are your? Flats? I do know it's coming. I okay. do know it's coming. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the song "Wizard of the Year," where it's the whole ensemble that is singing together about the. My flat is literally flat. They they just oh, oh my oh. god, my brain melted out of my ears. <laughs> I'm I understand that there's two and 
you know, three quarter hours of show after that moment. But I feel like my brain is latched onto this because it was so bad. I'm, and normally we don't say anything about performers, right? We don't, we don't like to do, but it's like, I, uh, <laughs> sorry. I just, I, I think I, we couldn't tell if it was just one person that was off or if it was just a cacophony of warbles that couldn't quite come together. Yes. And I get, again, we've had two days. Yeah. We have, you know, mm-hmm. some people don't even have time with the script. So I'm giving it a lot of room. However, from being somebody who's been in an ensemble show who has had time with music and still does not know what her notes are, touch me. Just let's just, let's just call it out. It was a spring awakening. I didn't know what my notes were. If you don't know what they are, don't sing them because if you sing it wrong, everybody's going to know. So that's, that's one of my first flats. Um, I mean, obviously you mentioned the uh, off color rape jokes. Not okay. Uh, Flat number two. Um, I think, I mean, truly those, those are kind of like my, my big ones. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I'm really sorry. I I had I had sorry. six of them, and they just went out the, the flying out the window forever. <laughs> I mean, I, I I think I'm gonna add a a soft flat. <laughs> oh, soft! I a like soft a soft flat. flat to a minor, other, a minor flat. A minor flat. Oh, a minor flat to all like the too many references. That. We took Diana Sons, so you can take minor flat. My- I'm gonna I'm gonna do a minor flat to all the references. A flat minor. A flat minor. <laughs> oh! A flat minor. Yeah, because like I feel like there are at uh... points too many references happening on one on top of another. Yeah. Yeah, and we, you know, in the first again, we've established that it's canon that we're referencing things of the franchise that we are talking about. But then in this third one, like we had mentioned already, that we're pulling in other, you know, different media from this time period, and we're talking about the YA novels, and like I get that that's part of like the storytelling thing, but like I don't like it. Just I don't know. It it felt a little bit like you know, kind of like you said in the beginning, John, where it's like they 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 may have known how much time they had, and then they had to fill it to be able to make the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, just, it, yeah. It kind of felt like we were a little graspy. There were some felt, straws, and we were if, we were a little graspy. It felt like it we it weaved nicely in the second one, all of like them jumping around to the different books. Yeah, this but one this was one more just, chaos. It yeah. was chaos. I did like it though when it was um, like when Ron was rallying everyone to and making those references were fine because it was just yeah. a monologue. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Stephen, what were your flats? Your A minor flat was <laughs> a major flat for me. <laughs> um, so I'll say that. But uh, I think jumping off of that, I think a maybe my A minor flat would be that they only had that two days. I think one more run through mm. would have really like brought a lot of it together and just having so but you can't fix time. Time is a thing. It will right. move on without you. Right. So like I don't judge them for that, but I wish it could have been a thing. I will say some of the choices in voices that some of the actors did was a major flat for me. Like Mrs. Weasley having like a Bronx nanny ah, situation. Literally, it was Fran Drescher and I went, why is Mama Weasley from the Bronx? Like, what happened? I didn't hate it though. I, I was mean, like... Okay, I don't hate it, but I'm also like... Because mm, like Dumbledore also has that New York-y 
accent. True, that's true. So, I mean, maybe it's just a product of their region. I don't know. (laughs) But, uh, gosh, what was the other one? The other voice that drove me. Oh, Mad-Eye Moody was suddenly Captain Jack Sparrow. Yes. See, I blacked that out. Because that's in the first, what, like five minutes? I, yeah. yeah. Well, and I just I went because this is just why my brain was going everywhere, and why it took me up until Always Dance to be like, "What am I watching? <laughs> Where am I?" <laughs> so yeah, because I it a, a lot. I think I wrote down like, "This hurts my soul." <laughs> oh shit! Whoa. So and I I just wow. went, I don't I don't know what I'm watching, and then eventually we gathered it in together and just accepted. What was it? What are the seven degrees of the seven uh, steps of uh, grief? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but I will say that you know even for all of its chaos and all the things that my uh, I I still I mean I still got weepy at the end because it's like you just you connect with these people that are like that you've seen them go through this whole thing together and this they're telling this trilogy story and like you know like you said John in the beginning where you could you couldn't really tell if they were like fake or maybe Steven said it fake crying versus real crying like I even though the show was chaos you could still tell that they put everything into it and so like of course my actor brain is like oh they're they're done with the story and Steven just starts laughing laughing at me he's like girl get yourself together <laughs> but uh i my last probably flat would be uh the fact that darren chris was pretty much missing from a lot of the show when you're the main he's harry main freaking character. potter yeah it's harry freaking potter, potter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's probably that's the culmination of what i would call my flats with this show otherwise lovely time it was it was a fun romp yeah i mean like would this be the one that you show your friends or would you only show them the second one or would you well oh oh or what order would you show them the trilogy your (gasps) harry potter friends i think you have to show it in order i think you have to you're right it builds i feel like if it was in like terms of like we're gonna have a fun time i don't know i already blacked out this one so i can't there there is a world where the sequel is first there is a world where that happens you show right. the sequel because it's technically year one so you could yeah i mean if we can watch the star wars movies out of order we can watch these out of order but, so but, but in the same way the way that they built just the scripts and like i've been saying they're building of these sort of canon jokes there's things you're not gonna get if you watch it out of order because even in the sequel they make jokes about things they established in the first one exactly yeah 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 so I think yeah, you, you have I to, think you have to watch them in order. Yeah, like yeah. instead of watching Lord of the Rings in sequence one day with some theater friends, I might say we're watching a very Potter musical series and you know popcorn, snacks, wine, whatever. Buckle in, all the in. wine, all yeah. the wine. Bring drugs if you need. <laughs> Bring mushrooms. You'll need them by the number three. God help. So, yeah, I, but I think I think in order is the proper way to do it. It would be correct. Right, what about, oh, do you, you agree, Mary? 
I do. I mean, I think that like, even though I have a love for the, for the second one, I think as somebody who gets very annoyed when something is established and then I don't understand why it is canon or why it's a reference, I would get very mad if I saw the second one before the first one, because like the first one does a good job of like, we, we understand, you know, like who, you know, who Draco is and why pig farts is funny. And like, we've got so many things that Mm -hmm. like the first one goes, hi, here is something you need to know about this world. And then we're going to take that through the rest of these things. Um, So yeah, selfishly, I would not, if I was on the receiving end of this, I would not be okay with jumping right into the middle of this kind of seven year story. Um, So yeah, does my heart say show the second one first? Absolutely. And then the first one, and then maybe I'll get everybody drunk for the, for the second slash first one, and then show them the third one and just see if they can follow things. (laughs) But I'm, I know you're giving me wide eyes because it's true. But but I think yeah the 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 proper the proper order to quote Stephen the, it is correct uh, is to go in order to go one yeah two, uh, would you add any of the songs from this one to your life's playlist I mean oh I think that's why I latched onto Always Dance not only as a dancer but I think it's <laughs> a great message like Always Dance no matter what whoever's what. I hope you dance. Oh my like, god! I, think you know. I love you. <laughs> I mean, I I have to do everything ends because it's just such a good like it's it's a I don't know it's not like a I, I'm the girl by nature that does like the like the sad playlist and like I really like things that are like dark and like I I don't know it's, I'm weird don't I know you're laughing it's hysterical I wrote it down but, too like, don't worry. john i thought you would put get in my mouth no surprisingly no um i based it really on shade rattle somebody shake it god i'll send it to you john i uh so good i don't even remember why i wrote down wizard of the year i think it was just more of the lyrics and i thought it was a fun song sure outside of what they sang i think it's a fun song separate it from the performance Um, yeah I also, I actually really liked When I Was. Like, that was a, that's a, that's a good duet that I'm like, I should be seeing you in, like, cabarets or something, you know? Oh, hell yeah. Like I said, well, for some reason, when they were performing the songs in this, maybe that's, like, an added Sharpie Flatty. Because they, the, the. A natural, as I call them. A natural. Yes. Lovely. (laughs) The, The songs seem to really pop in this one more so than maybe the others in some respect because like the vocals were usually great when they were on Mm -hmm. but the the scenes were not as great because i because i think it's the the book part yeah um and then i also added i'm just a sidekick oh i i think it was a finally he got his moment yeah i was like my theme song (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, and then again, oh. everything everything ends because the trilogy must end, and it ends. It and on yeah. that note, yeah. we end. We're ending Aww. the trilogy oh. of the oh Harry po- Star Kid Harry Potter. Oh, and the episode. Woo! <laughs> uh, Mary and Stephen, what do you have to plug or promote? 
on From the Top, our second season is a season about death. And so we've been covering lots of various and sundry things. Our show that is dropping uh, now is we did A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. So we're talking about that over the course of uh, the next period of time. But uh, our show that will follow this is uh, one that is, I'm just, this is what I want to see in person really bad kinky boots we're doing kinky boots i'm so excited um so uh, oh the cogs are turning is it because to have it is because yes yes it's the catalyst for the entire reason this show is put on oh the cogs are turning because you're trying to figure out why it's in a season about death i see all right and actually, like, fun little fact, I'm actually contracted. I'm going to be performing in that as one of uh, Lola's angels come next year. So Congratulations! Yeah, so that'll be fun. So it'll be a reason for me to actually see it live, because I haven't seen it live yet, so that'll be delightful. Um, but, uh, of course, we would... Uh, any follower of John's has to be a wonderful person, and so we would love for you to also, like, check out, you know, our shenanigans on Instagram from the top underscore podcast, um, and you can find us wherever you listen to your podcast, Google, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and then um, we also have an email if anybody wants to email us with show suggestions or if they want to get in on our conversation podcast from the top at gmail.com you guys you all should listen to the diana episode just Ooh, saying you yes here with the say. drop of diana, diana song <laughs> I, I also forgot i said that <laughs> oh my god john seriously it is you do not know the monster you created we i use it like i'm like do not ruin my diana sons right now like you just can't and people don't know what we're talking about and they're like and what? it's like you can't sit with us literally it's, you can't sit with us you can't but like I don't know, it's I I was it was it's so wonderful talking to you, John, because like you always just give such beautiful perspectives and you give me different things to think about and just conversations with you are like conversations with Steven. I just I come away fulfilled and it's so good to nerd out with other friends about this craft that we have. So thank you for having us on your show because oh my God, it's always you. a pleasure. I can't wait oh. to do to keep crossing over on podcasts and please and if you the listener enjoyed us nerding out about the last the the star kid harry potter uh i'd love to hear from you you can email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com i'm also on facebook instagram still on twitter even though i don't use it and tiktok at buttersongpod does anyone know the behind the scenes of this like what happened we still there's still some questions left unanswered like why did they only get two days why yeah, uh, did Dan and Chris have zero rehearsal time with everyone else? Can yeah. somebody confirm or deny this? this I'd love what, to hear. This is what I want to know. Always. This is what I want to know. And if you want to be part of next episode's conversation, well, we're still doing Halloweeny time, and we're going to be talking about Scared Stiff from 1953. I want to specify Ooh. that because Ooh, apparently, scared, apparently Scared Stiff is a popular movie title. So I want to, oh. we're doing the one <laughs> with Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis, everyone. Oh, Ooh, so yes. So, so, but Mary and Steven, thank you so much for letting oh, me thank you, John. give you this task a year oh. ago to, to do this. Oh my gosh. Should we graduate? I guess Be- everything ends. Oh. Every- I can't. Everyone, thank you for listening and bye for now. 
Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day.